Praise the Lord. So last week we started a, our topic about the power of godly affirmations. And um, we were going through affirmations that you can, that a lot of people do, you know, that are worldly affirmations. They're not based on anything other than your desire to want to change your life or your habit or your... Um, or whatever it is that you want to change, something in your life, the way you think, the way you feel, the way you act. So when you say things like, I give myself permission to do what is right for me, and you say it over and over and over again every day, you're giving yourself permission to do what you think is right for you. I give myself the care and attention that I deserve. To me, sounds selfish. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to worry about anybody else but me. I listen to my intuition and trust my inner guide. Well, what the heck is that? Who's your inner guide? Yeah. I mean, are you channeling uh, some, Probably. <laughs> I some dead person? I wouldn't, I, don't, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> I allow myself to be who I am without judgment, which sounds like I'm struggling with and whatever they do... My identity. Yeah, you know? and then whatever they do, they, they feel justified in it. It, it. It's like everything except going to the Lord to have some type of affirmation as to who they are, where they should be, you know, how they should go. You know, the Lord said, you know, acknowledge me. He said, I'll, in all your ways, I'll direct your path. Right. I, won't, I won't lead you astray. I won't tell you. I'm not here to trick you. I won't tell you something. And let the opposite occur. I'm God. And last week we were talking about how all these affirmations that you make up are based on your own strength. It's based on what you can do. It's based on what you are capable of doing. 
And what's worse is it's based upon what you think you can do, what you think you are capable of, which in reality you're, you're not. And therefore, you set yourself up for failure. We need, it's not want in the sense like you have a choice, in the sense that you can be independent of the Lord. We need the Lord. You know, and, and it's to our blessings to, to want him to recognize that need. So you, you, we want the Lord because, like the Lord said, because he first loved us, we recognize that we need him. But, it, you know, all way deep down inside, everybody needs, has that deep-seated feeling that they want to be needed. They want to be needed. Somebody to... You would th- if they have a, uh, some decency in them, you know, there's some people so wicked, they... They just they're just so full of hatred. It doesn't it, 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 the normal uh, morals and standards don't apply to them. When you're dealing with a person like that, you have that's why the Lord gives you the ability to discern because some people are just they're and, ridiculous. And that this reminds me of um, you know self help books. You know, you yeah. go into a bookstore or a library or whatever, and you look up how you can be better. What to do to make you feel better? What to do to make you have a better life? More money, more happiness, more joy, more... Yeah, what what you say? You want joy? You say, you tell the Lord, I'll praise you with my whole heart. For the gods will I sing praises unto you. you tell the Lord, I'm going to praise you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you all the glory. You will have joy. Uh, the world is hung up on pleasure. Pleasure isn't the same thing as joy. You need joy in your heart. You need to have a peace and a contentment that comes with knowing that the Lord favors you. You need that. And so the pleasures of the world, they, they come and go. They fail. And they leave a person and feeling people, empty. You, people fail you, too. Right. And that's why you don't put confidence in the flesh. It leaves you feeling empty, like there's this void. And you keep trying to fill it with things that reminds me of... Uh, Peter Pan, when they're at the table eating make-believe food, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's like you, you're not filling yourself with anything that nourishes your soul, and you go lacking. Well, anyway, it, it's one thing to depend on yourself, but it is, an, it is another thing to depend on God. Actually, depending on God is life-changing, it, it, and if you want to change your life, that's who you're going to have to, de- you want to change a habit, you want to change your mind, you want to change your health, you want to change your way of thinking, you want to change your habits. You have to change in, uh, by acknowledging the Lord. Anything else is death. So why do you think God, depending on God, is life-changing? It's because God is not human to lie. He never tells a lie. He has never told anyone a lie. He doesn't fail you. He doesn't disappoint you. He doesn't mislead you. He's never left you. He's always going to be there for you. And he tells you that he's the way, the truth, and the life. And, and so if, if you don't accept it, then what you have opted out for is death. And God cares about you. And you know why he cares about you? Because he created you. He wanted you in this world. And he created us in his image. And his, he's all-powerful. You aren't. Right, and he gave oh, us the ability to choose. your own strength isn't sufficient. 
God has the power to change your life. Right. And you can't, not only is your own strength not sufficient, God has not given us the authority. You, we, it's like you're trying to do something that isn't in you to do. And the Lord said you're bound to fail. It's, and he's not saying that because he hates us. He's saying that because it's the truth. And he's trying to help us and to spare us and direct us so that we can live. He's trying to tell us you, we need the Lord. And it is our blessing to recognize that we want the Lord because we recognize that we need him. We love the Lord and we recognize that we need him. Do these people somehow, they feel like they can live parallel to God. And that, that's impossible. Impossible. So you can go ahead and, and do God, uh, those affirmations if you want, but it's like spinning your wheels. It's almost like a rat in a cage, and you're just like going. a little hamster running around right. in a little circle. You, you're going, right. you're going, and you're working so hard, mm -hmm. and you're getting yourself all pooped out, and you're telling yourself, "I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this." But with God, all things are possible. You don't have to work that hard. You're depending on the Lord's strength. You're not depending on your strength. So when you're Because doing... your strength is no strength. That's right. There's <laughs> no strength. And David said, I will worship toward your holy temple and praise your name for your loving kindness and for your truth. For you have magnified your word above all. And he said, in, in, in the day when I cried, you answered me and strengthened me. Strengthened me. Your strength in my soul, he says. So that's where you get your strength from. You get it from the Lord. Yeah, that's like saying the iPhone is greater than Steve Jobs. It's not. Because everything, right. everything that's created is not going to be greater, greater than, than the, the creator. creator. Right. And the Lord said man is so contrary. They worship the creature more than the creator. And that's what man does. They do the exact opposite of common sense, spiritual common sense. They just go off in their own way because once you step off the path once you step off the, the path and start making up your own standards it is without a doubt by default the wrong way well what made me talk about this is I ran across an article about godly the power of godly affirmations and it got to me thinking you know with all these self help books out there and then me personally knowing someone that I worked with closely had all these little cards and things taped on their mirror. And and how did that work for them? <laughs> 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 um, actually, it was comical for the rest of the people. You know, you'd see all these little cards around. And um, he, he wasn't changing any, any more than the man in the moon. Right. And he, he, he was trying to actually... You know, he was in an alternative lifestyle. And it seemed to me that he was trying to accept that in himself. And there was so much turmoil in that alternative lifestyle. And he, um, he was just so depressed all the time. So he had to have all this, put, you know, all these affirmations to put in his head and you know, so that he could feel better about himself. Well, unfortunately, it didn't work. You know, he he did get promoted, and um, but it didn't last long because he ultimately died as a result of his alternative lifestyle. 
he became sick. <clears throat> but I ran across this article, and I was thinking, godly affirmations, are they really any different than any other affirmations? Of course you know? they are. And so this uh, woman wrote this uh, book called I Am So Many Things. Mm. And I started to read this, and I'm, and I'm, I'm trying to... Wonder if it, it you know, is what, it something they, worthwhile what, reading? Okay, and, now what are they? What is their uh, definition of godly affirmation? Well, she starts out telling her story about um, she struggled with eating disorders. She was paralyzed by indecision, procrastination. She was either binge eating or restricting food or over exercising. And I, uh, I guess I can identify with that. You know, I've, you know, how you want to start a exercise program and you do it and you work hard at it and you overdo it and then all of a sudden you get injured and you can't do it anymore and she said basically I was trying to control my weight and body and it became a total obsession it was horrendous I was riddled with shame because I was a Christian and had grown up going to church I knew I was sinning every time I did it so I just felt dirty all the time I just couldn't get out of it the binge eating and stuff and at dinner parties she and social events, she was used to being the life of the party and the soul of the party and really confident and having lots of funny stories at her fingertips. But um, that was slowly being stripped away because of her self-confidence. It wasn't being built up. And on the other hand, God was building a new confidence in her that was based on who he made her to be. And during that process, all the things that she had built in her life were deconstructed, especially by body image. So, you know, this article is like a question and answer. And somebody asked her, do you remember a turning point for when things started to get better? And she said, I had a mentor who told me to say three declarations to myself in the mirror every day. So I chose... Psalm 139, I am fearfully and wonderfully made. And she said that was the, the favorite uh, psalm since she was a teenager. She said, I have a beautiful and healthy body, and I am enough just as I am. And at first saying those declarations made her squirm and feel awkward, but the more she did it, the more it became a part of her daily routine, and she no longer thought anything of it. And within time, she started to be, she says, arrested by these declarations. I was going to a party one time, and I could feel the old thoughts coming back, feeling the need to put on a mask and perform in front of other people. And in that moment, God reminded her, that I am enough just as I am. And it hit her like a ton of bricks. And I didn't need to go into that party and perform. I could literally be boring and sit in a corner because I did not have to prove anything. Right. And when you know that God is for you and with you and helping you, and you just don't have to prove anything to anybody. No, you don't because you only have one standard. There's only one person you have to please, and that's the Lord. So for her, that took all of the drive out of the compulsive eating. Right. Because she was using food 
to fill the gaps in her life and to keep all the, you know, putting on the same old masks every day. And right, and natural food cannot uh, correct what is really something that's spiritual within a person. So, and so, and the, and the complete verse is, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and my soul knows that. Like, my soul knows that right well. It's like, I just know this. Mm -hmm. So your confidence is in the Lord. You know, you didn't make yourself. I am fearfully and wonderfully made because, God, that's how you have made me. So what did the Lord let her know? He affirmed his word. You're more than enough. And she found out that by uh, remembering the word of God, that it took the power out of her addictive behavior. And one mm -hmm. day she, she had eaten too much and she was about to go on a, on a big run because mm. she was feeling guilty and she wanted to lose the, the weight from whatever she ate. Mm -hmm. And then God reminded her of the declaration, mm -hmm. I have a beautiful and healthy body. And then it hit her and she says, I realized that I didn't need to punish myself and run myself into the ground. It took all the power out of the addictive behavior. Mm -hmm. And another time she was standing at the fridge and opening in the door and praying, God, I really don't want to do this again. Even though in that moment I wanted to eat everything, mm -hmm. but I heard God say, you are powerful in the kingdom. He's given her the authority. And she said, I didn't even know what that meant, but it stopped me from eating. Mm -hmm. And when I was caught up in these addictive patterns, there would be this cycle of hopelessness where I would feel disgusted, I would feel ashamed, I was never going to change. It was such a well-trodden tape that I played over and over, and that's what we do. We mm -hmm. play these. It's like watching a program or a, a movie over and over and over again in your head. Right. And I'm, ne I'm never going to change. But they're standing in front of the fridge with the door open. God said, you're powerful in the kingdom. And it felt like a ray of light had come into a dark spot. And there was a new tape of hope playing in my head. So they asked her, your experience is quite a testimony to the amazing power of words. And she says, in the beginning, I rattled these words off without giving them much thought. But then I started to experience the power in them, and it struck me that these things I had been saying had actually changed my behavior at a crit critical moment where, in the past, I would have either put on the mask or headed off to grueling exercise. See, see faith come by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So she took the very last thing that a person needed uh, with the arm of the Lord. She took the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So when faith came alive, when the word came, became alive in her, it defeated the enemy. She said it was a real light bulb moment. I learned the, the power of our thought life to affect everything else in our lives. And I started asking God to lay a new foundation in my life. I gave him everything, and he answered my prayers one by one. Through these affirmations, which are timeless and grace-filled, he built me from the base up and replaced all worldly constructs of who I thought I was with who he said I was and what he thought of me. Now I know there's no condemnation, and I can rise again when I do something wrong or make a mistake. 
Declaring my righteousness in Christ out loud has been a real lifesaver. Mm-hmm. So the interviewer wanted to know, do these thoughts ever come back? Do you ever struggle with temptation to binge eat? And she says the voices of condemnation can so easily rise in us. And food is still my area of weakness, but praise God, it's not such a struggle anymore. Whereas in the past, I would go straight to food and numb the pain or hopelessness. I have learned how to take those thoughts uh, captive and come to him with any pain and hear his voice and truth instead of other thoughts. Right, so the Lord allows her to take authority over it. So if you're struggling, if you're in pain, you know, that manifests itself in other things like binging, eating disorders, alcoholism, uh, drug addiction. uh, Right. Mm -hmm. All all your emotional struggles. Right. All kinds of destructive behavior and patterns. Or people go out shopping and and they can't stop shopping. They want to, oh, I'm going to go shopping to I'm going to buy me something to make me feel Impulsive, better. <laughs> right, and compulsive. But once you begin to rehearse God's word. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking, too, like when they use these positive, these positive affirmations wouldn't be able to work because there are some things in life that are above and beyond your control that you can't handle on your own. You have to have the courage and the wisdom to know the difference of what you can change and what you can't change and the things you can't change that's when you have to go to the word use that word as your weapon as your weapon the great equalizer because that these battles and stuff like that that can be emotional and too hard too hard to bear when you have the equalizer that that weapon that sword (laughs) it can cut away those insecurities it can cut away those negative thoughts and they can cut the negative thoughts down and take you can take those thoughts captive right and if you're thinking well it's not just simple words on a page the word of god is god it's his will being revealed to you there are his promises that he's made to you and he's not a man that he should lie or that he even would uh, untruth or failure is not in him so when you start rehearsing god's word you're talking to the Lord, you know, and, and you're letting the Lord know. Because once the Lord says, like he told this person, do you believe that I'm able? Once God says, do you believe I'm able? And you say, yes, Lord, unless he flat out tells you no, then the answer is yes. Yes and amen. Yeah, that's powerful. And I know in the beginning, it you know, because you're so full of shame, you're so full of negative uh, negativity and mm-hmm. so when you say those things it, it makes it, it like she said it makes you squirm it's like no that's not me no mm-hmm. no that's not how I feel no that's no right the enemy wants you to think contrary to what God has told you the enemy wants you to walk by sight and not by faith so but once you start trusting in God's word you're trusting in God so in order, you know, when you're going through all these emotional struggle, struggles, you, you're, we're very good at putting, at going to all these other things to try to fill the gap for what we really need. We don't need alcohol. We don't need drugs. We don't need extra food. We don't need shopping sprees. We don't need uh, whatever it is that you do, in, you know, any kind of an eating disorder. 
that it, it doesn't fill the gap for what you really need. It's the Lord that can only, and his word that can only fill the gap for what you really need. Yep, no psychologist, no Ayana can't fix it either. <laughs> right. No, so, so she ultimately put together this book, and one day, it, it didn't turn out to be a, a book, but I guess one day she was someplace, and somebody asked her to give a little, to lead a class or something, and then she didn't know what she was going to do, so then she, the Lord told her to look on her iPad, and she had all these godly affirmations, and and then so she was able to teach that class based on those godly affirmations. Right. I mean, we call it godly affirmations, but she looked in her, in her phone and she had the word of God. Right. And as a result, from there, she changed her life, she changed other people's lives, and then she wrote a book. And see what God is all about? That's right. God, God is, is good. all about good, all about recreating something, making you new, creating right. a new creature in you. Amen. So, you know, it, it's worth it. To, if anybody's got all those uh, worldly affirmations, positive affirmations, take them and rip them up. Just take them and rip them up and replace them. Get your Bible out and replace, and replace with the word them of God. with the Word of God and you'll be better off. Amen, amen to that. Now, let everything that have breath Praise the Lord. Here's another godly affirmation that we're going to give you to, tonight. While I live, will I praise the Lord? I will sing praises unto my God while I have any being. From Psalm 146 and 2. Now, ain't God all right? God, God is, is all right. right. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was... What will the Lord do for you if you wait on him? And the answer is, renew your strength, cause you to run and not be weary, cause you to walk and not faint. And that answer can be found in Isaiah chapter 40, verse 31, which reads, But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. This week's food for thought is, what happens to you when you think about, what happens when you think about the Lord and when you talk to one another about the Lord? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. 